You're listening to the Decluttered Mom Podcast, a podcast built specifically for busy moms by a busy mom. I'm your host, Diana Renee. And in 2017, I had my second daughter and it felt like I was literally drowning in my home. Okay, not literally, but I felt like I couldn't breathe with all of the stuff surrounding me. Over the next 10 months, I got rid of approximately 70% of our household belongings, and I have never looked back. I kind of feel like I hacked the mom system, and I'm here to share all the tips, tricks, and encouragement. Let's listen to today's show. Welcome to another episode of the Decluttered Mom podcast. This week, we are going to talk about an app that I was recommended by a friend um, about like maybe a month and a half, two months ago. And it has been really, really, really helpful for me as far as limiting my social media and phone use when my kids are home after school. And I've talked about this quite a few times on this podcast because over the years I've tried so many different things, um, especially working online. Like my job is online. I work remote. I'm working from my computer. I'm working from my phone probably 80% of the time that I am working. So it's really easy for me to just get sucked in. And even before I had my business, it was really easy for me to get sucked in just because I was a stay-at-home mom and like I was home with my kids a lot. And like, yes, of course we left the house, but it was just me and the kids so much of my day that like it felt if social media and like texting and all of that felt like a connection to the outside world that I was missing, you know, like actually communicating with adults throughout the day. And so it was easy for me then. So I think different seasons of my life have presented different challenges and have shown me different ways that I am essentially like addicted to my phone. And I think we all are to an extent because they know what they're doing. They know how to make you feel addicted to your phone and they make it really easy for you to be addicted to your phone. So something that was recommended to me by a friend is an app called Opal. Now, I have tried other apps like this before. I have talked about other apps like this on this podcast, uh, and they worked for a while, and I would like them, but they had their limitations, and the biggest limitation, honestly, was how easy it was to bypass. So they are basically apps that block other apps from your phone for a specific time period. And the ones that I have tried before and I have talked about on previous episodes, like I said, they would work for a little bit and then I would just get annoyed with them. And so like the, you know, I would try to log on to Instagram and the little like block up, block popper, whatever, what am I trying to say? The little thing, the screen that pops up and blocks you from accessing it, like I was able to like push a button to basically say like, do it anyway, and it would do it anyway. And so like the idea is that you're obviously not wanting to do that. But for my brain, like it it was just really easy to bypass. And so I just stopped listening to it. Like it just became an annoyance that I would have to click bypass anytime. And obviously that's not helpful or it's not like helping the actual problem. So I knew that I needed something that would really, really lock it. And I have 
toyed around with the idea of like even getting a different phone, like a work phone, and then having my regular iPhone as just like when, when I'm not working. The problem is a lot of my work is social media content. And so I shoot that throughout the day just as I'm going about my daily life. And so it's kind of hard to keep work and personal separate when it comes to like an actual phone. Because the idea was I wanted to just basically lock away the work phone and have no apps on the personal phone, like no Instagram, no TikTok, no Reddit, like no Voxer, like all of the apps that suck my time away from me um, would not be on that phone. But because of the nature of my job, I could not figure out like the logistical side of that. One thing I will say that did help is at our old house, we got like an old school landline, which um, my kids were fascinated by and like were blown away that that was like the only option when I was a kid. But it was nice because then the school had the landline number, like my husband, obviously, my mom, my mother-in-law, my sister, like anyone who would potentially need to get in touch with me in an emergency had the landline number. And so then what I would do is I would physically shut my phone off, like power it off and like put it in a drawer upstairs away from me. And that that did help. But again, then I ran into the obstacle of like I needed my phone to be able to shoot content as needed um, throughout the day because that is such a big part of my job. And then we moved and we still haven't set up the landline. I need to do that. But I think that that is something that does help to an extent, but it had its flaws. And I realize like if you are not addicted to your phone, then this may all sound like insane to you, but I would venture to say that most of us are and you can kind of relate. Let me know. <laughs> Shoot me a DM and let me know if you can relate at all to what I'm saying. So this this app, Opal, I am this is not sponsored. They have no idea. They've never heard my name. Um I I pay for the app. That is the one downside is that it is a paid app. I think it's roughly $100 for a year. And there is a free version, but I have heard from people that the free version is much easier to bypass. So I think it would kind of present the same issues that I was having with the other apps if I was using the free version. So with the paid version, I can schedule different block sessions is what I call it. They have have a name for it, but what I call it is block sessions. Um, And the most common block session that I have is every Monday through Friday from 4 to 6 p.m. I have a block session. And what that does is it essentially makes my phone like a phone and not like a computer where um, you get to pick and choose which apps you can include in the block session. So like I left text messaging open, I left phone calls open, I left internet browser open um, because those are just, those are not things that I tend to get stuck on. Uh, For me, it's Instagram, it's TikTok, uh, it's sometimes Facebook, it's Voxer, it's things like that where I can scroll um, or I can get really lost in like a group conversation that's going on forever or just things like that. So 
Uh, those are the the ones. I think that, I think I'm missing one, but basically all social media um, or anything that I f- feel like sucked in on my phone are blocked during 4 to 6 p.m. Monday through Friday. And why did I pick that time? Because that is the time period after my girls are home from school. And it's a time of day where my energy tends to be lower. It's easy for me to feel extra frustrated, especially when I'm lost scrolling in my phone. Like they come home, they do their checklist. Then I usually let them have like iPad time for a while because they need to decompress from the school day. And then the next thing I know, it's like hours have passed while with them on their iPad, me on my phone. And it just feels like wasted time. And I think that you guys know my opinion of screen time. Like I think that for our house, if I restrict the girls on it, then it, then they want it more. If I just let them use it whenever they want to, they, they kind of self manage most of the time. But that after school time period, like they, they would use their iPad. Um, I always like struggle on here when I'm talking to you guys because it's an iPad, but we call it an ePad because that's what Miss Nine called it when she was little and it just stuck. Um, so now we always call it ePads in our house, even though that's obviously not what it's called. And then if I say that to anyone outside the home, they look at me like, what? What is an ePad? Um, so they are on their ePads slash iPads. Um, they'll watch a show or two and then they'll go like to the craft kit room and they will start grabbing things and they'll start making a craft or they'll like they just they find other things to go do but I can get sucked into scrolling on Instagram and then they need me for something and it's like I have found that nine times out of ten if my kids are talking to me and I am like irritated or frustrated that they need something from me it's because my attention is on my phone and so I wanted to eliminate that because that's not fair to them. And it's not what I want for my relationship with them is to appear like this irritated mom because that, that is just glued to my phone um, because I'm tired at that time of the day, right? Like that's not the... Um, That's not the impression that I want to give them. Um, It's not the culture I want in my home. And it's just not, it's just not what I want. (laughs) It's not what I want. Um, And so what I figured was, and you know, I was like, I was going to, I'm going to test this. I'm going to see if this works. If this 4 to 6 p.m. is like a good idea. And you guys, it's amazing. It's hard. Like sometimes I get frustrated because I'm like, like it's real. Like the dopamine hit, especially like me, if you have ADHD, then like just grabbing your phone and watching 20 minutes of TikTok, like that, it's like a dope, it's instant dopamine. And it's all these like short form videos that are feeding you all of this dopamine. And so it's hard when you're breaking that habit, especially at a time of day where you're just like feeling really like lower mood oftentimes. Um, and maybe that's not for everyone, but that's just for me. So I set it up for four to six, and then I basically was like, if I want to grab my phone at six o'clock, I can do that. Like I have permission to do that. But what I have found that has been very interesting is that having that two hours of no phone, I almost 
by the time six o'clock rolls around, most of the time, I like don't even think about my phone. Like I would say from like four to five, I will still grab it sometimes, but I can't do anything with it. So I sit it back down. But by six o'clock, I kind of just forget that it's even there. Um, like I've even had a couple times where my husband will text me or call me and like, I don't, like I'm not, I'm just not paying attention to it. So I don't even let like, my notifications are turned off all the time. So unless I'm like on my phone actively, I'm not seeing text messages. Um, so unless he like calls me a couple times and I hear it, then he's like, what in the world? He's like, it's so hard to get a hold of you between four and six. And that's because my phone is not like attached to me. It's like upstairs or it's in my office or like, it's just not by me. Right. And so by the time six rolls around, like I just kind of forget about it. And like, we have dinner and we do bedtime, um, and I'll hang out with the girls and, Then I like grab it when it's time for bedtime and I'm like putting them to bed and waiting for them to fall asleep is when I'll kind of like start to scroll on my phone and like give myself permission to have that time to like decompress and be (laughs) basically waste my time. But, you know, it is what it is. It's just something that I like to do. So the reason I think it works so well is that it is really hard to bypass. I essentially would have to go into my settings, find the app, change the permissions on it for it to give me access back into those apps during that block. Now, I can always edit it at other times. So if it's like 7 o'clock and I'm like, you know what, I really want to change this and I want it to be 4 to 5 or I really want it to be 4 to 7, I can go in and I can change that after the fact. But If it's five o'clock and I'm like, no, I want to change it. I'm done with this today. I want to check my phone. I can't. Um, It takes work to do it, enough work that it's like it creates enough resistance for me that I don't do it. It's not just a tap of a button on the screen and then I'm let in. It's like it's more work where if I start to do that, I've only had one time where I have started to go through that process and that. It gave me enough time to pause and be like, what am I doing? Like, why? It is not this important. I do not need to be on my phone right now. And I put it down and I did something with the girls. Now, I also have it set up on the weekends, but I have it set up for a different time. And that is in the mornings uh, from 9, I think it's 9 to 1130. Uh, And I have found that that's like the best time on the weekend or not the best time, but that's the time on the weekend that I would find myself getting lost in scrolling because we have like slower mornings and then I'm just kind of hanging out. And then next thing I know, I've like spent so much time just browsing on Instagram or scrolling through TikTok. And then I feel like my time has been wasted and we haven't done anything together. So In the mornings on weekends, I have it blocked. And now, recently, I just started blocking it in the mornings during the weekday in addition to the four to six. So my plan is to continue to add these blocks until I feel like I can trust myself with my phone and not grab it whenever, like, because, okay, tell me if you can relate to this. Sometimes I find myself grabbing my phone and just like going back and forth between the apps, just looking for something. And I don't even know what I'm looking for, but I'm just looking for something. Like I'm just looking for 
some type, I think it's just like a dopamine hit, but like I'll go on Instagram and I'll look for like two seconds and then I'll go into TikTok and I'll watch for like one minute and then go out of there and then I'll go into Voxer and then like, it's just, I can even like identify while I'm doing it. This is not logical. What are you doing? And like, it's like on autopilot, like I just keep going. I just keep doing it. And I find that the more blocks I add, the less I do that in the time that I do have access to social media. I'm just not picking up my phone as much. Actually, I'm going to look. Hold on. Let me check something. Okay. I just checked and I checked my pickups. You know how like in your settings, you can track your screen time and it tells you how many pickups you had in a day. So how many times you like picked up your phone to look at it. And before I started using Opal, it was an average of 148 pickups a day. And now the last few days, just for example, have been roughly 60. So I have more than, I've cut my phone pickups more than half by using this app. And I continue to add more blocks throughout the day as I get more used to it. So it's kind of like, instead of going like totally cold turkey, I'm just like slowly adding increments of not being able to use those things and not being, letting myself get lost in the scroll um, and just feel like I'm wasting time and I'm wasting connection opportunities with my girls, especially after school when I just think it's so important after school, after being apart for the day and them going through all of the highs and lows um, (laughs) that school has to offer, just being able to be there and be present and be available to them. And that doesn't mean that I'm like sitting at the table staring at them while they eat their snack like waiting for them to connect with me. It just means that I'm not like sitting on the other side of the room staring at my phone while they're doing whatever they're doing. Like it's just, I am more available to them. I appear more available to them. And I just think overall it has greatly improved my relationship with my phone and it's made me like more confident in being able to just not use it as much, which is ideal, right? So I don't know if this is helpful for you. I don't know if you struggle with this nearly as much as I do, um, but I would love to hear your thoughts and I would love to hear if you have tried anything like this or if you are going to give this a try um, or anything like that. It's just, it's such an interesting topic for me and it's something that I worry about for them, like for my girls as they get older. Like I already, like my oldest is nine. She's almost 10 and she has friends. She has quite a few friends that have phones and they like do group chat, group texts after school. Um, and like, we are not venturing down that road yet. I don't think we will for a long time still, but it is very interesting to see, like, I can't imagine the level of addiction to like technology that our kids will have growing up with it in the way that they have compared to my generation who like I still remember in fifth grade seeing a desktop computer at our school for the first time. (laughs) It was the only desktop computer in the entire school. And then like, you know, getting AOL at home and like the loud, (laughs) loud internet um, startup and 
like getting my first cell phone. And like, I remember when texting came out, my friends and I were in college and we're like, there's no way this is going to stick. Like, no, this is so dumb. Everybody hates texting. And now like people will only text instead of call and then FaceTime. Like I just, to think about in my lifetime, how much technology has advanced and how, how much of a part of our lives it is. It's kind of scary to think what it will look like by the time they are adults. Um, and so I'm trying to learn how to model healthy behavior with technology. And I can't do that unless I learn it myself. And so again, hopefully this was helpful. I'd love to hear your thoughts and I will see you next week on the Decluttered Mom podcast. Thanks for hanging out and listening to the Decluttered Mom podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, it would mean the world if you could write a review or share this episode with a friend or your Instagram stories. And if you're on Instagram, be sure to follow me at the.decluttered.mom and send me a DM to say hi. I'd love to hear what you thought about today's episode. I hope you'll come back next week and hang out with us again.